most beautiful people. I love you. I love you. Ah, how are your retreat? How is your retreat? Yes, so many centers come together. Isn't it wonderful? You look very beautiful and happy. <laughs> Today I said to my dog, "Well, honey, I have to go to work." <laughs> you remember Lucky, right? Yeah, he just lay on my lap. He doesn't want to go. He lay there like he's in samadhi. He doesn't even move, and his breath like almost indetectable. And so I said, "Hey, Mama has to go to work. Okay, you stay home, take care of the house." <laughs> yeah. And I told him, "Oh, I like you. I like you better. You are more easy to please, and I don't mind. But uh, I have to go to work with a human." <laughs> and then I was thinking, "Oh no, no, that's not fair. That's not fair. I also love the humans very much." I tell him, "Yes." And I, I think, I tell him, "I'm a very lucky person because uh, I am loved by the animals and by the humans as well." I said to him, "How many people have this? You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Can you hear me well? Yeah, because you're so quiet. I thought maybe. <laughs> yeah, because some people don't like, some people do not like uh, humans so much. You know, they just love animals, and some people just love uh, humans and do not love animals. You know that, right? Yeah, I love both of you." <laughs> And I love the divas, the angels, the celestial being. I love God the most. Yes, I consider I'm a very lucky person, and so are you. Eh? Are you lucky? Yes, because we have both. We have uh, both world, huh? We have the physical world, world, and we have heavenly world as well, huh? Yes, we are so lucky, and. Uh, I'm also very lucky. I'm so loved by my animals as well. Yes, and you love my animals, don't you? Yeah, you love Lucky, huh? Yeah, but you don't know. He's also a dog, okay? <laughs> and you know what a dog means? You know what a dog means? Dog means he barks at the wrong time. Sometimes when you sleep in the middle of the night, you have to wake up. And the dog means he wants to sleep with you in your bed and take all over your bed. My bed, my bed now is because I bought it myself, so I bought it like a single bed. You know what I mean, single person bed. Like I thought that's all I need. <laughs> it's almost like a couch, but at least three of them, three of them want to sleep on there. Can you imagine? Happy is about uh, almost forty pounds now, because he get fatter. <laughs> and uh, uh, Pudo, you know, oh no, he's a Bijon actually, Bijon freeze. Uh, they're most the same, picky, picky race of dogs, you know. Uh, Lucky is uh, also gaining weight. He's about sixteen, seventeen pounds. And Benny, the most. Benny also gaining but weight. Yeah, and then uh, they all want to start a sleep on top of my bed. Benny loves my blanket. Yeah, he would like to bury under there. And Happy loves to sleep on my pillow. The one and only pillow I have. <laughs> Is it okay? Are you bored with my story? You all right? No. No, you like you like to hear dog stuff. Okay. Okay. We get to serious business later. Okay. Let's. Uh, <laughs> Let's relax a little bit, yeah. And then Happy loved to sleep on my my pillow, and Lucky want to curl next to me. So where do I find a place on on top of that bed? Can you imagine? Yeah. So I have to like curl in a corner. Yeah. That is not even safe. Lucky will come around in that corner because he likes to stick around me. And when he's with me, he just doesn't move. You don't dare to move him because he feel he feel like he's dead or he's gone. He's completely so still. You don't even feel his weight. Yeah, he's a very special one. He's the only one is like that. Every other dog, you know, they're with me. I can feel his presence. I can feel Happy's presence or any other presence. But when Luck is with me, you cannot feel his presence. Even he's gone. He's gone somewhere. He's so still. You, do you? Do you? 
You ever have this thing happen to you, like something alive in your arms, but you don't feel anything anymore? He's really disappeared. <laughs> I mean, he's gone, his presence gone, his weight is gone, his being's gone. You don't know where he's gone, <laughs> he's just gone, you understand? <laughs> he's, he's very special and he loves, he loves to sleep with me. But that's not the only thing, that's the thing, this is not too bad. But when they're both three of them jump out together barking at something at middle of the night, like say like two o'clock in the morning, you know, then uh, this is not that fun. And when <laughs> and when he's angry with me or things doesn't go his way, he pees somewhere that he's not supposed to. And if I don't let them sleep on my bed and there's another sofa which I sit for meditation, it's not a sofa. <laughs> You know, so far it's like a small, a square, like a, a rotten kind of uh, flat chair. You understand what I mean? And, yeah, and I put a cushion on it, and that's where I want to meditate. But they like that place too. Yes. Yeah, and then uh, Happy loved that place. If I'm not there, she loves to sleep there. And if she's uh, like too hot in my bed, she go there and sleep. And then now, now Lucky also loved that place. So if Happy went up first. Lucky will come, uh, tuk tuk tuk, walking all over around that bed and keep looking on top of, uh, looking uh, on that chair all the time. And if Happy doesn't move, Happy doesn't understand, then he, he Lucky come tuk 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 around my bed and look at me. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have to say anything. I understand exactly what he wants. Okay, sometimes sometimes I can manage to bring Happy down, but sometimes she sleeps. I don't want to bother her. And then so what happened? Either I let him tuk 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 all night like that for at least an hour, <laughs> or, or I give in and put him on my bed, yes? Or I have to throw Happy down by any means at all, if I could even, you know, like scoop her up from her chair and bring her down. And then she jump on my bed instead, so either way I lose for sure. <laughs> And Benny, he, he's always in my blanket or buried under my pillow. I never know. Whenever I go in the bed, I have to touch it all over, you know, <laughs> because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to turn on the light. If I turn on the light, everybody jump on me and wake in the house. Oh, it's happy time. Look like a petting time or something. Yeah, everybody jump. So I walk into my room like a thief. You understand what I mean? <laughs> You know, like a blind person, you, you have to touch it with your feet, whether you step on any dog, and then you have to touch with your hand whether you have to reach your bed yet. And on top of the bed, you have to touch everywhere where the bed is hidden somewhere, so you don't sit on him. Yeah, yeah, that's how I spend my night. <laughs> and if I am too good to have any, then look, uh, Goody, you know, the Rottweiler, he's jealous. He just stand up, walk out of the room in such a way that the whole atmosphere is, is tinted with his, you know, disappointment about me. <laughs> like, I thought I'm the only one that you love kind of thing, you know? And he let you know, and he walked out. And then I have to tell him, Oh, Goody, come back here. I love you too. I do love you. Come here, please, and all that stuff. And then maybe he comes back, maybe he doesn't. Depends on whether he's convinced of my talk or not. Ay, 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 all my dogs. And if I let only two or three of them in my room and don't let the other come in, then also they have other problems. They're waiting for each other. Yeah, or the other one keep uh, whining in uh, the kitchen or in the other room until I, I cannot bear no more, then I have to bring them all in. And when they come in, they all want to come in my bed. My God, such a small bed and five dogs. Can you imagine? Five dogs. Uh, but the other two... The bigger dogs, they understand their position, like they're the omega dog. You understand? Benny, the, the smallest one, is the alpha, yes, because he's the boss in the house. He takes care of everybody. He tells everybody where to go, and he, he uh, supervises them when they're fighting too rough or when they are uh, fighting for this uh, nyla bone or something. He always comes in between like a referee, you know, and they separate. They listen to him. He's the boss. He's so small, he's only uh, maybe... <laughs> Uh, maybe nine pounds or something, you know, the Maltese is small. But he's a big, big dog, biggest in the whole house. Yeah. Anyway, um, well, where were we? <laughs> it's not as funny when I tell you <laughs> as when you were there, you know, it's so funny. Uh, anyway, all right, I think we had enough with dogs. I think we take care of the human now. I just want to tell you that I'm very lucky 
you know, I have both uh, animal and mankind. Because some people don't like men, uh, don't like human. They, their dual personality, you know, is too much for them to handle. And some people don't like animals because they, they are animals. They're messy and, <laughs> and they chew stuff, you know. But my dogs, they teach me a lot of lessons. You know, some people say animals can teach you a lot of things. They teach me a lot of things, you know. For example, my dogs teach me that I should not have any carpet in the room because I pee on it or they chew it. <laughs> they teach me the renunciation at, the, at the, the utmost sense of the world, you know. Now my room is almost bare, you know. Anything that is costly, that is expensive or good-looking have to go. Yeah. Because they would chew it in no time, you know. Like I have a chair without legs <laughs> or only three legs left. Or the carpet with, uh, you know, all kind of stuff on it. They chew and they spread all over and sometimes they're angry with each other and they pee on it. So it's no more carpet and no more uh, good-looking chairs and whatever is there. It's like, you know, a canoe legs here and a a, a beaten corner there. (laughs) This is really, if you want to renounce the world, you can have dogs, okay? Oh, on top of that, my birds help as well. My bird love to chew anything wood on upholstery. They make holes everywhere. Yes. They make holes on my bed and they, 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 they chew or everything. So some people don't like those things. Some people don't like it because they like uh, expensive things. They like their house to look perfect and they like antique and all that uh, costly, price, pricely stuff, pricey stuff. And if they have dogs and birds, that's it, you know, goodbye. Yes. There was one lady who wanted to give me four birds because her birds they keep chewing her furniture. Uh, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> and she almost gave me four birds, but then at uh, the last minute she changed her mind. Well, which is good for her. I say, it's, it's better that way you keep your birds because they are like your children. You know, you cannot give your children away. They get upset. She said, well, uh, if I give my bird away, I will come and look at them sometime, you know, visit them and all that, and maybe if I think over, I might bring them back to my house. I said, no, 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 that won't, you won't have a chance like that. <laughs> Most of the bird I adopted, they will like me so much that when I bring back to the owner, they don't want to know the owner anymore. They just run away from them. Yes, it happened. Just a few weeks later, you know, one of my um, cockatoos, you know, the pink one, we call uh, what is that? The pink one. I forgot. Cockatoo. Is Moluccan. Remember, it's a pink color. Yes. When I I thought he might miss his owner, you know, so I brought him back. I thought here, I don't want the money back or anything. But he seemed to be uh, upset sometimes because he beat some of my attendants. So I thought maybe he missed, maybe he missed his uh, ex. Um, you know, owner, we call owner or daddy, whatever they call it, but I call them friends. We say mom and dad because they're also kids anyway, so it doesn't matter. But I respect them very much as beings, not like they are lowly or anything. I just, I call them kids and I call myself mom, so that they feel good that way, it doesn't matter. They don't mind. So anyway, I brought him back to the owner just a few weeks later, and, and he doesn't want to know the owner at all. Yeah, he jumped on back on me and he just cuddling in, in my arms and he doesn't want to go to the owner. Even if he extend his arm for a long time, he doesn't go. He doesn't want, he just turn his back and he come to me, cuddle to me and snuggle to me and don't want to go to him. So I said to that lady, you have to make up your mind, huh? If you want to give me, that's it. That won't come back to you. And I don't want you also to mess up the birds, the mental, emotional happiness, just because of your mood. If you want to give them away, you give them away, and you know it's for good. You don't come back and forth, you know, mess up their emotional, uh, uh, you know, uh, happiness again, because it takes a long time for a bird, or for any being, even for us humans, to get used to with a new environment, new friends, and adjustments, and a climate, and a different, different situation and everything, Right? Yes. yes, and once they're happy with us already because I love them and I take good care of them, they will love me and they will not want to go back there. And if she would like to change her mind for her own reason and they, she, she would uh, take the birds back, which I probably not object because I would not uh, cling to birds or anything like that, but it's, it would be uh, not good for their, uh, mm, uh, uh, you know, emotion. So I told her like that and then I guess uh, that's make her change her mind.
which is good. I say it's good. They stay with you for 10 years already. They should continue staying in the same house and having the same people, you know, same environment. It's better for them. Just keep bringing back and forth, back and forth like that. It's, nobody likes that. We have to respect their, uh, their being and their uh, mental, spiritual, and emotional need, right? Mm. Yeah. So every time if somebody want to give me a bow or something, I make sure they know that. Huh? They, because most of people, they don't know that bow, they have emotion. And they have intelligence and they have uh, their wisdom. Of course they do. They come from God. Some of them are better than us, better equipped, you know, like we don't have the radar like a bat, we don't have the sense of smell as a dog. A dog has 500 times or more, uh, uh, how you say, uh, sense, capability than ours. You know, they can smell things that we don't even know. And, uh, for example, like their, or their ears, you know, are better than that, better than ours, and many things. Uh, even the mosquitoes, <laughs> their sense of, of uh, audio is much better than ours. So um, that's why if we want to avoid mosquitoes, we don't have to kill them or we don't have to spray anything. We just buy those, you know, like a sensor, mosquito uh, sensor from the from the shop somewhere. You know, you plug it in and it, 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 it uh, emits a kind of sound that you don't even hear it, but the mosquito hear them and they don't go near. Because I cannot bear that sound. It's a high-frequency sound we cannot hear. You see what I mean? Mm. So, it's not like we're better than animal in any way. We are better in different way, and uh, they are better in different way because they are animal. God has given them just simple equipment just to survive uh, the way they are. So he doesn't give them, uh, you know, the thing that uh, they give us, but he gives them much more than what we have in some other uh, aspects. <laughs> So some people do not understand this, and they treat animal like a community uh, commodity. You know, like okay, today I move here, tomorrow we move there. It doesn't matter. I don't care about them. You know, any time if I adopt an animal, I ask them first. You know, well, I know better now. Before I didn't know. I just say yes. <laughs> but now, you know, I I consider more. I ask them whether they want to come, and they consider many places. I ask the council of the birds, the council of the animals, whether is this okay and to help them to, uh, you know, to go over the transition and all that. And I talk to them and I come and tell them to get used to with the new environment and everything. You know, I really, really respect like a good guest, you know. But some of them are very naughty and I also use both, you know, hard and soft way to, to make them uh, adjust quickly, just like I use with you. But not like, not too hard like you. <laughs> I treat you harder. <laughs> I treat you harder sometimes, some of you. Because you can bear it better. You know, the animal, they don't need it. I truly. Also, they're more sensible, more sensitive and sensible. They understand quicker, no problem. Like my Australian shepherd, the first day he came into my house, you know, I put the paper for the dog, you know, like house paper training. So he go right there immediately. I say, that's where you go to do your uh, poopy business. And he just go there immediately. No question, no even look second time, nothing. He went there all the time. It's just that, you know, sometimes they they upset or they uh, feel uh, afraid and then they just pee. It's just accident-like. But now I let them outside, you know, it depends on the situation. If they have to be inside, they know where to go. If they have to go outside, then uh, it's different, yeah. So they're very intelligent beings, you know. And uh, (laughs) one day, for example, you know, I have a black palm and I was hanging a toy for the black palm cockatoo. And then there's a white umbrella cockatoo, you remember the white one, small one? He was nearby, and he was trying to pick on the toy, which on the cage nearby, and he picked, he can reach to the other cage and pick that toy. And I said, oh, you like to be together or you like his toys? Maybe it's good to be together, you have friends, huh? I try to match them up also so that they can have friends as well as my love. But sometimes they like to be alone. Some of them like to be alone. Some of them like to be together, so it depends. So I thought, okay, that's a good idea. You want to be together? Uh, first you play toy together first, okay? Play with his toy and then maybe later we arrange it. And then I just say, okay, play with his toys. And then the black palm, look at me. He was eating and mind his own business. But as soon as I, you know, push the toy over to the other cage for the white to, white cockatoo to play, he, he just dropped his foot and look at me. And ah, he said, ah. 
<laughs> I said, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I didn't ask your permission and opinion. Sometimes I forgot also, but it doesn't mean I don't know. So I put the toy back. I said, I said, not today, honey, not today. You have another toy, go there. You know, they think like that. And sometimes, for example, I'm tired from that day and I haven't finished petting all of them. You know, like I play with, with one of uh, each of them individually or two of them together, it depends. And then sometimes I'm very tired. And one day I, I was tired and I go to the black palm. And there were a few more that I have not played yet and I plan to play tomorrow instead of today. So I say, oh... And uh, the black palm was sitting there in the cage next to uh, next to me, so that it waiting his turn. But I was tired already, so I come to him. I say, "Hey, honey, I'm tired today. Could you just go to sleep instead?" You know. And then he jumped to his highest perch immediately and settled down, like he was going to sleep. It, because it's late already, it's time to sleep. I always. You know, like I say goodnight to them, but that day I am tired. I don't want to take him out and play with him and then say goodnight like usual. So I say, can you go to sleep instead? But I don't mean go to sleep immediately, but he does. He dropped everything and then he jumped right to the highest perch and sit there and, you know, like ready to sleep, quiet and everything. So you believe me, animals understand everything that you say. It's just poor us. We do not understand what they say. Well, I do. You know, many times I understand what they say. If I tune into them, I understand. Most of the time, they don't need to talk to me, even telepathically. They don't need to. I just know what they want. Because their, their, their wants are few, their needs are simple. <laughs> they're very simple and they're very sympathetic. They're extremely intelligent. They're so loving, so kind, so gentle. And I love them so much. I'm very lucky to be able to know the animal's kingdom as well as human kingdom and the diva's kingdom. And I love all of this, love all of this. So if you have animal, pay attention to what they want to tell you. They are being with full intelligence, full emotion, full spiritual development. It's just they don't have to show it. And even if they show, we don't understand. It's just some of the example I share with you about my animals. Um, it's just for fun. <laughs> okay, um... We go back to the human world, all right? <laughs> I'm ready. You can ask me anything you want. You enjoy that? Yes, yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes. Dear beloved Master, before the, the question, we would like to uh, say thank you to you first and to show and express our love and gratitude to you. Uh, some initiate would like to sing... A short song to you. All right. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Here they are. We're getting ready to sing a song for you. It's a very small expression of our big feeling. Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you. That's very nicely said. Yes. <laughs> Somebody wrote it himself? I 
Oh, the song and you change the the the, the world, right? Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, what can I do for you? <laughs> well, my question is about um, physical illness and physical pain, whether that is karma or if that's a test or a lesson that we go through. It's karma, baby. <laughs> it's karma, but also we can minimize it. Yeah, we can minimize it anytime. Number one, spiritual practice. Get in touch with your healing power every day. Number two, keep a healthy lifestyle. Number three, being happy at all times. See the positive things of all the events. Number four, praying and meditating every day more and more and to strengthen your own physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual uh, being. Okay? You have to live healthily. And the vegetarian diet is the most healthy diet of all. That helps. Yeah. Thank you, Master. Are you welcome? Next one. Uh, hi, Master. Hi. Um, I have a question. Um, I use my brain a lot at work. Uh, sometimes when I'm very busy, and uh, it seems like the brain cannot stop thinking. Yes. So when I meditating, like the thoughts relate to my work. Just keep popping up in my head. Right. And uh, sometimes, like you know, the solution to some problems at work do like, like uh, appear. But it's very hard for me to have a deep concentration. So I just want to come some advice how to deal with these like uh, you know runaway thoughts related to work. Oh, I understand you, honey. It's it's really terrible. I understand. I have very sympathy with you. I have all the sympathy for you. Um, this problem, like many of us, and most of humankind, that's why we die young, we're miserable, we're sick, we're exhausted, although we are the Almighty, because the brain, you know, drag us down, and the society give complication to our little capacity of the computer brain and, and just he's overloaded sometimes. Well, what kind of job that you're doing? Can you change at all? <laughs> um, I, I'm just thinking of it. I don't know like whether I should change or not. Um, I do kind of like economic analysis. Like uh, I don't have a lot of data and write a report. Ah. Okay, so can you, uh, if you change your job, uh, would you be able to do something else and would it help you? Is it easy? Um, I can look for other jobs, yeah. Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe you look for some more simple kind of job to earn the living and, uh, you know, which you don't have to think a lot. Okay. Would you be able to, uh, I mean, uh, humbly bear that kind of a less, uh, you know, my less uh, pres <laughs> prestige existence? Okay, I'll try, I'll start. Yeah, I don't know if you like that. But you see, that's why the people, sometimes people, uh, many people, they look down upon those uh, who work labor as a labor and all that, which is also exhausting physically sometimes. Or some simple job, you know. But then it 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 free your mind. You don't have to uh, activate the brain too much, and then you know it's more peaceful. Mm. So think about it, huh? Okay, thanks, master. You are very welcome. I'm very sorry for you and for many of us. Yes. Um, I have another question. Sure. Um, it's kind of like how to deal with uh uh relationship at work. Uh, recently, I worked on a project. Uh, the client was very demanding and sometimes even unreasonable. Yes. It makes us like work very long hours. Yes. Uh, and then sometimes he blames us for some mistakes, even though it's not our fault. Yes. So in the first, like our coworkers and I like, became very angry and uh, kind of like, you know, we talk about, I talk bad about him and uh, very confrontational with him. Yes. 
excellent, and but I feel like it's gonna help because it creates a very negative atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So we try to talk, you know, try to keep positive, try to understand why he makes like certain demands, and also try to let him understand us. Mm-hmm. But somehow, like in in my heart, I still have a very uneasy feeling mm. towards him. You know, mm. kind of and not hatred, but just like don't like him. Mm. <laughs> I just do know that with our spiritual program, like spiritual practice, can we treat people with love, even though we were treated badly by them? Mm. I understand. No, it's just your brain that reacts to that uh, special circumstance. It's not that your heart don't love him. Your heart is different. Your brain is different. Okay. You are using your brain a lot, so when you deal with people, you also use the brain. <laughs> the brain is eye for eye, tooth for tooth, yeah? The heart is different. You have love, it's just that you use the brain, okay? Try to use your heart next time. He also has his problem, you don't understand. His wife may be uh, divorcing him or having an affair with somebody else, and he come and take it out on you, yeah? Okay. And you are working like a mad there, or working like hell there, as you said. Working <laughs> like hell. Uh, I'm not swearing, okay? <laughs> and then here he comes, you know, don't know anything about your labor, about your concentration, about your effort, and just pouring on you for anything just because he is also stuffed. He's also, um, you know, depressed, and he also pressure on maybe higher boss, or maybe his wife, or maybe his daughter, his children. You know what? The world always pressuring on everybody, and in turn, we pressuring each other, and that's the problem. So maybe in the meditation, you try to uh, send love to him and tell him that uh, I wish you all the best, and uh, that you will be more enlightened soon, so that you don't have to endure all this. Uh, you know, uh, frustration and anger, and then you meditate, and you try to understand him that he also has problem. Yes. yes. Uh, you don't know my neighbors sometimes, and they give me problem also for nothing. Yes, all the time. <laughs> Actually, when I live alone, I don't have any problem with any neighbors or anybody. But when I need to have other disciples around to help me with some you know, work, because uh, I cannot always do everything by myself. If I'm not working for you guys uh, or for the whole world, then I don't need anyone, but because I'm working. I'm a working girl, <laughs> so I need sometimes some uh, physical help. And then because of their karma, with the neighbor's karma, we have conflict, and sometimes it's small things, you know, but I always try to understand the neighbor's point of view, and I understand that it's also not his fault. It is a fault of my attendants or my uh, workers or my helpers, whatever, or whoever come to work in my house. Sometimes they attract this kind of karma to themselves. And because it is my house, my place, I am in the middle of it, you see? So I never blame the, the other party. I see into the root of the problem. And I even tell some of my assistants, I say, look, it's your fault. It's your combative karma that attracts his combative karma, uh, his, this kind of reaction from, from the neighbor. So do not uh, get angry with him or feel angry inside, because like that you create more karma for yourself and attract <laughs> in, in turn, you know, like a cycle, attract more of this combative kind of energy, and we will never finish with it. You understand what I mean? Yes, Master. Yes. It's not, uh, it's not just physical. It's not just mental. It's not just the argument verbally. It is the karmic root from somewhere that we sometimes do not uh, have the ability to see through. And also, of course, uh, physically speaking or simply logically speaking, he himself, the boss or whoever, is also a human and he has his own problem. And sometimes he's in a bad mood. So whatever nearby, he just uh, throw at it. You understand what I say? Yes. Yes, yes. Okay, so I forgive him and uh, maybe just don't argue with him. Just uh, keep quiet and pray and recite the five names instead. Yeah? Thank you very much, Master. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he just let out his air and then later he feels foolish 
because he don't you don't answer and you don't react and then he feel bad and then he come and apologize. Who knows, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Try to change your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And that add up to the pressure of the work for sure. You know. Try to change your perspective of thinking instead of uh, uh, changing job or changing person. You try. Yeah, but you never know. Sometimes we have better karma with somebody, sometimes we don't. So we just have to try until it fits, okay? Yeah. Right, next. Hi, sis. <laughs> okay, sister. Hello, Master. Hi. I'm Ken from Tennessee. Uh, we don't have a Stila Center in Tennessee. Oh. I, ca- I come here to uh, Indiana and Kentucky. Uh, Master, I feel my dra- my practice is well. Um, I have only a problem. Um, my husband is complaining about my meditation at night. Uh, he said that he cannot sleep while I meditate. You, uh, I try to meditate when he is sleeping, but uh, it's still... Uh, I know. Is, uh, you talk to him and he get used to it, okay? He's just so used to sleeping by your side, and when you're not there, he probably feel empty and cold or something. Give him a, a warm pack or something. <laughs> Say, hold on to this while I go for an hour or so, and I come back soon, honey. I love you. Okay? Give him a pillow, the hugging pillow with some warm pack in it. And tell him, here, you hold on to this, give him a kiss, and then say, Hold on to this. I'll be gone for a while. i come back soon. Tell him that you are under stress. Tell him that you need to relax uh, with some uh, relaxing technique, meditation, to uh, again, regain your strength, to serve him, the family, and the job. Tell him you need it very badly. You are only a woman. You're weaker than him. You tell him you need this relaxing time to recover yourself in order to continue loving him, serving him, and doing the job. Okay? Tell him. All right? Okay. Thank you, Master. But make sure he knows you love him before you go. Tell him every night that you love him so much and that you have to do this. You know, treat him like I treat my dog. Yeah, really. You have to hug him. I have to hug my dog every night and say good night and all that and leave them, each one of them, ten, five minutes to hang all over my bed and do anything. And then they settle down to sleep. I tell them I love them and every time I go out, I say, take care of my house. I'll be back soon. I love you very much, but mommy has to go to work. And they're okay, you know. You have to tell him. Make sure he knows that you love him all the time. Tell him you love him all the time, all the time. Anytime you... Remember, tell him, kiss him longer and hug him longer and tell him you love him more than anything in the world, but you need your relaxation time. You just have to reassure him of your love. That's all he needs. Really, he's not stupid. He understands. You have to, to talk to him, all right? Every night you hug him, kiss him, tell him you need some relaxation time. You need it because each one is different. You say he's a tough guy, he might not need it, but you need it, okay? Okay, thank you, Master. This is for all of you husband and wives alike. <laughs> all right, next one. Um, okay, Master. Yeah. I just had a baby last year, uh-huh. and I'm still learning about parenthood. I'm very new in this area. So I was thinking, as a practitioner, what's the best attitude we should have in the process of raising a kid? Uh, because I do wish her uh, to follow master when she grow up. I'm kind of worried when she, you know, think about her future. What what if she does not? And um, I'm not sure how to balance out, um, offer my best effort to raise her and not to get too attached uh, to her. Oh no, it's all right. As a mother, you're attached to your kid is normal. You read stories to her. You read good story about practitioner from the Buddhist Bibles, from the Koran Bible, from the uh, Christian Bible, uh, from the story from my book. You read it to them. You read my teaching to him. Even though you think he doesn't understand, uh, the kid don't understand, you know. 
the kids do understand. I play master's tape. Yeah, that's also good. That's also good. But before they sleep, you know, you read a story for for the kid to go to sleep with. Yeah, and you should okay. you should read already, or you should uh, already in the conceiving uh, stage. You should do that already, and then they get used to it. And feed them vegetarian. Take them to you know some time of the group uh, activity uh, in the center and all that. They get used to it from the childhood already. Okay. That's good. Thank you. Yeah, you do your best, and if the kid choose the other way to walk, then let him. It's okay. He's a Buddha too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Don't worry so much. Don't worry. Do your best. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. Hi, Master. Hi. I my question would be about. Um, How do you tell the difference between the something that is the rest of your karma and something that is maybe more like the habit of, of reacting a certain way? I, I can give an example. Mm. It's, it's from my family um, that I have a lot of responsibility always through my life. Yes. And since I became initiated, I feel like much lighter. Yes. But then, lately, because of other circumstances, it seems like more and more they want my help. And so I wonder, especially because the help is more in the physical way, um, like uh, you know, arrangements of paperwork and helping physically. Is it? Am I just reacting more from how I'm used to reacting, like to be a responsible, the responsible daughter and helping and all this, or is it truly my responsibility to to finish with them, you know, to complete my karma with them? Well, do they do they really need you, or do they have someone else to help? Is your help really, really necessary? Um, in some cases. Yes, but in some cases, no. Okay, in the yes case, you do it. In the no case, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I understand. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. Yeah. Anything else? I think that's it. Thank you, Master. Oh, Thank you're welcome. You yes, you look very good. You've been you've been practicing very well. I can tell. <laughs> Hello, Master. Hello. You look so beautiful. I oh, love you. Thank you. I love you too. Um, I know in the third world um, there is no karma. How about the merit? It's also uh, no merit can create in the third world. The people who have a, uh, have a good merit, they go to the third world. But there's nothing like give and take over there anymore. You understand what I mean? And after they exhaust the merit, they have to go back here. Everything in the three worlds, first, second, or third world, is uh, uh, how you say perishable. Yeah. So even if you stay there, you cannot stay forever. Yes. So when we're in the human world, we uh, better meditate well so that uh, we have connection with the physical master and the inner master. So even if we go to the first, second, or third world, we still can continue studying with the master and then jump over there to the higher world. But if you don't have this connection, uh, even you have a merit or not merit to stay in the third world, you cannot stay long. Okay. Thank you, master. Welcome. Um, yes. Will we, will we, when we reach to the home of the master, will we? Uh, develop or have the same inner quality as you, like a boundless love and and wisdom master. Sure, sure. Of course, you'll be the same. The same but different. You know, same but different. Because you don't lose your individuality as a being, but you have the same quality. Uh, you know, like the good quality. Yes. Just like if you graduate from the college, yeah. Uh, then you have the same uh, qualification, but each student is different, of course, yeah. And you will have different choice to do different things the way you want. But you have the same capability. Get it? 
Thank you, Master. Welcome. Um, my question and other questions. Um, I know that the soul, our soul, never dies. But there, is there any circumstances, like special circumstances, that a new soul uh, will create, or there is a fixed number of the souls you create from the beginning, from the origin? Uh, most of the souls are old, already created. But occasionally, there's some new soul coming. Yeah. New but old, old but new. <laughs> Thank you, Master. You're welcome. And my last question is um, my personal questions. And uh, um, Master, there's a certain times um, I had experienced like a tremendous inner pressure. Um, I believe um, it might come from the love, the, um, the care, the loving care the expectation from other practitioners. They so love me and they, they, they feel like I should do it a certain way. And sometimes I, I feel the pressure so much that I couldn't bear. Oh. Unbearable that my soul can break into pieces. God. But I know that they love me. They, they care for me. And, and sometimes I was so upset I want to fight back. But I feel like maybe a test from Master to send them to, to help me to grow. So I, at that moment, I thought of you. Okay. And I, I, I meditate uh, on the light. It won't help. And I have to meditate on the, the sound. And even I have to recite my name with it. It won't work because the pressure is still there. And then finally, I have to meditate on the, on the sound with your name, like 10, 15 minutes. And then the pressure soothed away. But then I realized that the pressure is transferred to you, Master. It, it does not go away because of the meditation. It's all right. It's all right. May, may I venture ask you just, I just feel like, is there an um, exist, uh, uh, express course, an um, expert, like a, a short course within the Kuan Yin method so I can, can learn, so I can drop all of those pressure in emergency cases? Oh. What kind of things are you talking about? Can you be precise? Um, and what kind of disciple who give you so much pressure like that in the name of love? Hmm? They should not do that. They should leave you alone. Whoever that is should leave you alone. You live your life. They live their life, okay? Hmm? Um, thank you, Master. Yeah. yeah. You tell that person whoever give you pressure, you talk to him or her. And tell him that maybe the way you behave is not the way he wants, but each one behaves differently, and you have the right to do so. And that's what makes each one of us unique. And nobody has the right to interfere with the way you live your life. As long as you do not break the precepts, as long as you do group meditation, you abide by the teaching of the Master, no one has anything to do with your life and mess up with your feelings. So leave that person alone. You just stay away from whoever that is, you know, emotionally. You understand what I mean? Yes, Master. Yes. My goodness. Whoever that is, I advise him or her to leave you alone. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, Master, I, I, I thought first I was upset about it, but I, I knew they care for me like a sister, so they, they really want expect me a certain way. No. They don't have to care for you. I care for you. That's enough. Tell him, get away. Yes, Master. Messing up with people's life is not practitioner's business. Thank you, Master. I love you. You're welcome. They have enough work to work on their own life and their own uh, way of behaving. Everybody work on their own way and leave everybody else alone. Okay? All right, honey. Don't worry about it. Just tell him that leave you alone, okay? I say so. Thank you, Master. Welcome. My God, making you nervous like that. It's not a good help. What kind of love is that? It's a possession. It's a possessiveness. It's attachment. It's not love. Okay? Right. Whoever that is understood what I'm saying. I hope so. If not, you convey it to them. <laughs> okay. And next one. 
Thank you, Master. Welcome. What kind of picture that you are seeing there? Like movies or is it slow motion? Uh, it's a little bit slow motion, but but of course like movies because we look at you. I know, I know that. What I mean is, is uh, it's not like fast moving, no? Yeah, it is. It's, it looks like it's real, real time. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Then, then it's not slow, is it? Yes. <laughs> you look beautiful, Master. Thank you, honey. Thank you. <laughs> you have um, any more questions? I think no more questions. I think we want to ask you to uh, bless our cake and help us celebrate with a toast. Wow, okay. I have some uh, drink here. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. You have your vegetarian champagne yet? We have a, another small special event here before we cut the cake. I saw it. Master, I love you. We love you. Okay, beautiful cake you make. Ah, wish I were there. Okay. I let you go enjoy your cake, huh? Oh, you want a toast to first? Uh, cheers. Yeah, cheers here. Thank you for this very special day and event. Thank you so much. All right, cheers. One, two, three. Cheers. Happy retreat. Thank you. Thank you, Thanks to you. And enjoy the cakes and the drink and everything. Good morning, Vienna Center, and hello to the brothers and sisters from Munich, Germany, and Buddhist Hungary who have joined Vienna Center on this wonderful location. We also welcome all the centers around the world, from centers in Australia, New Zealand, Asia, Europe, Africa, to centers in Canada, USA, Central America, and South America. We are so lucky to have such a wonderful and compassionate master. Her great love and kindness allows us to join together live via internet so that all the brothers and sisters around the world have the opportunity to listen to the truth and benefit from an enlightened words of a true enlightened master. We hope everyone, en we hope everyone enjoys this wonderful moment and receives the highest blessings from our beloved master. We now would like everyone to join us in welcoming the most loving and eternally beautiful Supreme Master Ching Hai. Let's all give Master a most heartwarming welcome. Thank you, brothers. Thank you. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I can see you. <laughs> I love you Hello. too. We love you too. I can see your I can see your card. Thank you so much. And uh we join each other to welcome other brothers and sisters in the whole world, namely like uh, in Aulak, uh, Saigon, Mỹ Tho, Trà Vinh, Nha Trang, Đà Lạt, Biên Hòa, Lai Thiêu, Long Khánh, Bình Dương, Bảo Lộc, Bến Tre, Tây Ninh, Long Khánh, Vĩnh Long, Sóc Trăng, oh, Long Thành, sorry, Tân Phú, uh, Nha Trang, Huế, Hà Nội, Hải Phòng, Vịnh Hạ Long, Mông Cai, Thanh Hóa, Hoàng Oan, Thanh Hóa Một, Thanh Hóa Hai, Formosa, uh, we have Sihu, Mèo Lý, Xin Chủ, Trang Hoa, Ý Lan, Lai Y, uh, Thái Nạn, Indonesia, we have Surabaya, Japan, Tokyo, Tateyama, Korea, Daegu, Guangzhou, Jeju, Seoul, Mongolia, Mongolia Center, Thailand we have Bangkok, Singapore we have Singapore, Argentina, Buenos Aires, Canada, Montreal, Mexico, Texaco, uh, Jalapa, Panama we have Panama Center, USA, Arizona, Phoenix, LA Center, San Francisco, San Diego, Cape Coral, Florida, Orlando, Georgia, Chicago, Indiana, Kentucky, Boston, Minnesota, Missouri, Ohio, Oklahoma, Texas, Austin, Texas, Dallas, Washington, Everett, Australia, of course, Vienna, the main character. <laughs> Croatia, we have uh, Riheka, 
the Czecha. Czechoslovakia is we have Prague. Finland, Helsinki. France, Paris. Germany, Berlin, Dusseldorf, Munich. Hungary, we have Budapest. Ireland, Dublin. Norway, also. Poland, Warsaw. Sweden, Stockholm. UK, London. Australia, Brisbane. Byron Bay, Canberra, Goldburn, Melbourne, Perth, Sydney. New Zealand, we have Auckland, Nelson. Uh, I think this is for now. <laughs> we welcome you, and I love you all very much. May God bless you. Thank you. We also love you very much. Thank you. Thank you. That's the reason that keep me in this world still. <laughs> Your love and the love of my pets. Yes, what do we have today to discuss? Um, first, we would like to report to you um, that we have got a new center now. Wow! Congratulations! Thank you. Gratulations! Yeah? It's a beautiful, natural, and quiet surrounding. Wow! You guys must be rich. Yes, I see a reich. It's not so expensive. Wow, lucky, lucky. Yeah. So, it's a, a how, small house. How big is it? Garden. Oh, it's have garden. That's good, good. And a little brook, even. In the back? Yeah, a little brook near. Wow, 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 wow. Sounds very beautiful and very ideal. We are very grateful. I'm very happy for you. We hope that we can all use this gift to grow together and practice very well and live in love and joy and harmony and become good citizens, better yeah. citizens of this planet. Wow, that's very good, very good. Very good. Your aim is very great. Your idea is noble. I'm proud of you guys. That's the way we should talk every day. And that's the way we should think every day. And that's the way we should act every day. Yeah. Is there anything I can do for you today? Any question? Anything yeah, we else? Have, we have uh, some questions. Okay. Okay, so we first have the people who can ask in English. Ah, yeah. Okay, yeah, hello. English or German is okay. Okay, I try to um, speak English. Good, good. If I can't, I speak German. All right. We have translator anyway, don't worry. Okay. How are you? I'm fine, I'm fine. And you? I'm so good. I look good, no? <laughs> Thank you. You too. You look beautiful. Right. What is okay. it, love? Um, when I talking to people who practice magic or have a very strong personality, yeah, I feel like I'm freezing. Wow. And sometimes it makes me shiver inside and outside. Yeah. Could, could you explain? me to um, what is happening in this moment and how can I protect myself from it. Recite the five names. Let's remember. Okay. And look into the wisdom eye. Look in, into their wisdom eye. Wisdom eye and not their eyes. And uh, if you don't want, if you don't feel comfortable, then have less contact with them. I can't, I can't because I, it's in uh, my work. Oh, really? Okay, just recite the five names silently and pray for, for protection and pray to make you feel comfortable and make that person uh, less, uh, you know, forceful. How do you know they practice magic or anything? How do no, you know? This, not only a person who practice ma magic, also people who have a strong, strong um, personality make me really shake inside and outside. Sometimes I feel so cold, so like, cold inside. Like what? What kind of strong personality? Can you describe it? What makes you, what makes you tick? Um, we just talk to each other, and sometimes if I um, 
talk something wrong, wrong and they just um, uh, laugh at me or um, just say, say something. I feel so cold inside already. Say something like what? We, we just discuss like this. Yeah. They don't have to talk uh, something uh, negative to me. Understand. They're just talking. Yeah. Okay, then uh, you just recite the five names. Can you do that? I try my best. I think uh, you lack confidence. Is something happened in your life make you feel a uh, lack of self-confidence? Yeah, many things. Yeah, that's the root of it, okay? Hmm? You have fear of the superior people and you fear that everybody else is much better than you or most of people or whoever you give them this power. You think they are better than you and you, you take their laughter seriously. Why don't you laugh back at them instead? I do. And walk away, yeah. But inside I feel cold. <laughs> Outside I can laugh. Yeah? But uh, why? Why did you feel like that? Is there something happened in your childhood? Yes. You could not forget? It's you, too it, heavy to forget. Uh, could we talk Maybe about I, it? I, tr I try to laugh at it sometimes if I speak about my life, but um, it's still uh, fear there. Okay. Even I don't have, uh, I don't think about it. Could you talk about it or you don't want to talk about it? It's too long, I think. Mm, I understand, but uh, like, uh, okay, you write me a letter or you just um, don't worry about the cold inside. You just uh, go and warm yourself up, go drink a cup of uh, warm tea or warm water. Yeah, I try to ignore it um, many times, but it's still there. Ah. I try to, um, to fight with it. I understand, okay. I try to uh, overcome it. Okay, why don't you write it down? The reason you think why you became like this, you write it all down and send it to me, okay? Yeah. You know how to send it. <laughs> all right? Yeah. Okay? Yeah, thank you, Master. And then uh, I probably tell you more in detail or then after you write it, maybe you feel better, okay? Yeah, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. We have some questions now um, of initiates who do not speak German, but mm. we have the English translation. Uh, no problem, anything, yes. Okay. I am working as a nurse in a residence for senior citizens. In the residence what? Oh. oh. For senior citizens. Okay, okay, yes. Like old people. Yes, yes. Old people home, yes. Um, the meals mainly consist of meat, and I have to distribute them to the residents and sometimes feed them. I also clothe them and help them with their body hygiene, so I'm always in close physical contact with them. Yes. My question, is the continuous physical contact with the elderly people an obstacle to my spiritual growth? No, no, no. You are helping them and God would bless you. Why should it be uh, a hindrance? You know, you are just feeding them, you are just working there, okay? Just concentrate on their happiness and their well-being and not on your own. And you'll be blessed, yeah? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Good. Okay. We are here to help other people. We cannot always be afraid and I cannot do this, cannot do that. Or you want to run into the Himalaya and do nothing, then it's fine. Be happy, honey, be happy. Be happy that you are still able to help them and you are not one of them, yeah? You have to thank God for that blessing and try your best to bring happiness and a well-feeling to these, uh, you know, elder and respected people. They are your parents, your grandparents. Uh, try your best, be loving, be kind. Do your duty well and God will bless you. Recite the five names all the time. You'll be no trouble. Not only you don't have trouble, you will bless them, okay? Okay. Anyone else? Okay, that's all the questions. 
Wow. Um, the little brother, um, you know, the little boy we have here, he wanted to ask you how you are doing. Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine, honey. Thank you. Is that a Chinese or what? Oh, no, no, to be sour. Hi. We get there. Huh? Must you make me speak? Come to the microphone. Huh? Yeah, we have to. I know what he should say. Very shy. I know. We have to. Hmm? Vicky, Vicky. 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 We, we shrimp in that. Can you say the name shrimp for me? N N E K I. Wow, Nikki. Yeah, I show the name. I am to be outstanding, handsome. I am to be shown a booby. Yeah. Nifa, huh? It sounds so good out, huh? Yeah. Be I bistu yet? Action! Wow, that sounds so good. Meditation and all so on vegetarian and all this. Bistu abu so good. Yeah, I've been very stoic of this. My Deutsch is good, noch? Ja? Ja, sehr gut. Ah, vielen Dank, das freut mich. Das freut mich. Möchtest du noch was fragen? No, no, it's okay. Nein, okay. <laughs> All right then. Okay, one more or last question. Yeah, come on, quickly. Wow. Look here. We have new centers. We have... Um, We have China, we have Anhui, Beijing, Fujian, Gansu, Guangzhou, Hainan, Hebei, Heilongjiang, Henan, Hubei, Hunan, Jiangxi, Jiangsu, Jilin, Liaoning, Neimengu, Ningxia, Jinghai, Shandong, Shanghai, Shanxi, Sichuan, Yunnan, Sijiang, Jakarta, Indonesia, Malang, Indonesia, Guma, Japan, Busan, Korea, Yongdong, Korea. Wow, we have more. A lot of people join you today. All right. Have you ready with your question? Um, no more questions. No more? No, it was a misunderstanding. All right. Okay. All right, Len. I wish you all the best, and I see you online when I'm with other centers. Thank you so much, Master. I thank you also for being such a good, good, good people and good practitioner. You bring blessing into your country and into the world, and of course to me. For me, I love you very much. I'm very proud of you. Very proud. I love you too. See you next time. Thank you for the card.